In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt. Hello, everybody. How are you out there in Radio Land? This is Craig Deswalt, creator of the Rockstar System for Success, How to Achieve Rockstar Status in Your Industry. And this is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And this is the first show of 2011. So usually I think outside the box and I say I'm going to do everything differently than everybody else. But I decided, you know what, we'll do, we'll do the goals show. What goals are you going to make for 2011? Because that's what everyone else is doing. But I'll do it just a little bit differently this year. Um, we are going to basically talk about goals, but we're also going to talk about how do we recover after an interesting 2010. Now, 2010 and actually 2009 were two pretty bad years across the country, across the world for the economy and stuff. But I started my uh, speaking business um, the in 2008 and actually 2009 and 2010 were incredible years for me and I truly attribute that I think to thinking outside the box and doing things differently than everyone else was doing and I tried not to live out of fear I tried to say you know what yes th- these are trying times but I'm going to do things differently I'm going to advertise I'm going to market myself I'm going to spend money now while everyone else isn't spending money and that's why I truly believe that 2009 and 2010 especially 2008 were uh, incredible, incredible years for me as the rock star system for success guy and my rock star marketing boot camps every March and September in Los Angeles that have been very, very successful. I have another boot camp coming up. It's March 2011, March 10th to the 13th. 2011. And as I mentioned on the last show, um, if you go to the www.craigdoeswalt.com website, C-R-A-I-G-D-U-S-W-A-L-T.com website, and you click on a general admission ticket for $997 to go to the four-day boot camp. If you enter the word rockstar, rockstar, R-O-C-K-S-T-A-R, one word, in the coupon code, you receive $700 off of the ticket. You'll basically get in for $297 and you get to bring a friend for free because I truly believe that you should go with somebody so you can bounce ideas off of each other. It is worth $997 because it's four days of how to market yourself, how to think outside the box, how to be stand out from your competition, how to do things differently in your business so people come to you to do business instead of you always having to go after them. It's a great four days. We have Kevin Cronin, the lead singer of REO Speedwagon coming. We have uh, Derek Hall, who is the president and CEO of the 
baseball Arizona Diamondbacks. He's major great motivational speaker. He'll be there, and we have other surprises and speakers as well. So it's going to be a great four days, March 10th to the 13th in Los Angeles at the Westin Hotel. Only $297 if you um, enter the word rockstar in the coupon code at www.craigdoeswalt.com. But enough about that. We're going to talk about 2011 new beginnings and how do we recover after an interesting 2010. And my special guest today, my extremely special guest, because I will never have a more special guest than this guest today, is uh, my lovely wife, Natasha. Natasha, are you there? I am here. Hi, Craig. How are you? Hi, I'm great. So, Natasha, we do this radio show out of our house. We set up a studio in the house. So I'm in the office. Where are you, Tosh? I am looking out over the pool, and it's <laughs> a gorgeous nice. day in Southern California. We, uh, we had snow a couple days ago, and now we have sunny skies. So all is well. Yes, we, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if any of you saw my Facebook posts, but my wife and I basically, I took f- uh, film of it snowing two days ago in Southern California. It, it never snows in Southern California. I think it snowed once in 1988 and then before that in the year 16 or something like that. But uh, two days ago, we had a major snowstorm where we had, I think, two to three inches of actual snow that stuck on the ground. And we actually, me and the kids and my wife, we built snowman. Uh, snowman. We took pictures of the snow and all the, the whole neighborhood was out because it's shocking to us in Los Angeles to, to have snow. But as California would have it, the day after, like yesterday, all the snow was gone, except for the snowman who is still alive. And all the snow is gone because it was like 55 degrees yesterday and beautiful. So you go from snowstorm to absolutely beautiful. And today is like uh, probably 60 degrees and beautiful. So anyway, yeah, so it's, N- Natasha. It's that thing. Anything's possible. Right. And in California, anything's possible. That's kind of a good lead into what I was just going to say. Um, Natasha, the reason why I have Natasha on today Besides, she's my wife, and we, we work together 24-7, and I'm like, why don't we do a show together? But um, I was going to do a show on how do we recover after an interesting 2010, and my wife is now a speaker, and she just spoke on my stage at my last boot camp, and she's starting to speak at other events, and she's writing a book called A Life of Recovery. And there are people out in this world that have very difficult lives. I totally understand that, but I would venture to say that my wife had the most difficult childhood that is imaginable. Like, I I came from a normal family, a boy, girl, and mom and dad, and we were basically a normal family, and it was pretty much, you know, normal. My wife, on the other hand, did not have such a normal family, so she is doing a whole uh, speaking tour and writing a book about a life of recovery. And I thought to myself, if she could recover after what she went through in her life, then I think that everyone out there that's in business, that's trying to market their business, uh, yes, it was a tough 2010, but how can we recover after that, take into account what Natasha went through as a child and became a very successful businesswoman, which we'll talk about. How did she do it? And then we have no excuse that we, we would say to ourselves, okay, I have no fear in my life. Nothing is compared to what this woman went through in her childhood. I am going to kick butt in 2011 because nothing's going to hold me back. So, Natasha, why don't you tell a little bit, well, a lot of it, about uh, how you grew up, and, uh, and and then we'll get into the success now, but like where you grew up, what happened to you as a child, and just touch on some of that stuff. 
All right. So, hi, everybody. Here's my story. Um, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. Um, let's go back to mom, dad, brother, sister. I'm the youngest of three, and we lived out in California in the West Valley, um, seemingly normal by looking at the family. However, we had a pretty dark secret, which was my father was an alcoholic, and not the kind of alcoholic that you would say, oh, he drinks too much and passes out. I had a father that was a violent, very destructive alcoholic, and it was a situation where my, I guess it wasn't such a secret, because the police were at my house every weekend uh, coming to arrest him for battering my mother and uh, coming after us as children, and I learned very quickly and very early to hide and duck and you know, test out the situation. You know, I'd, I'd go into room, kind of feel out the vibe. Uh oh, has he been drinking? And then it was time to go find a closet or a cabinet or something to avoid any type of abuse or physical harm. Yes, and- my wife. My wife. She's not saying she used to sleep in the kitchen cupboards at yeah. night, so her father wouldn't find her after a night out at the bars. So that's just the yeah. beginning of uh, what happened. Go ahead, hon. This is the beginning of my life, and, and so yeah, this went on, and luckily my mother um, divorced my father for the sake of the family to save her children, and after that happened, we spent a year with her alone, and she ended up remarrying, and that year was the best year not having our father around because you know we finally had a little peace in our lives. However, uh, the year that she married her my stepfather, she decided she had missed her original father, which was, uh, he lived in Germany at the time. And so we went on a visit. And it was my stepfather, my mother, and I, on my 10th birthday, decided to fly to Germany so that she could finally see her father that she hadn't seen in 16 years. <clears throat> and when we got there, uh, she died on my birthday. So here I am in a foreign country don't speak the language, don't understand anything. My link to the world is my mother. I have a new stepfather that I barely know, and here we are at my grandfather's house who doesn't speak English. And my mother dies in the bed next to me. I'm completely grief-stricken, shocked, and now I have to go back to California. We, My stepfather and I fly back, and the trauma of that was so intense for me. I didn't talk for a year. I just couldn't deal. I, I just was so shut down. I was so shocked. And so I came back to California. Um, we stayed with my father. I'm, I'm sorry. My grandmother came to rescue us. And my father was called, well, I guess the state said, you know, you have three kids. Your wife died. You're back in the picture. And he came back, which was so devastating to us because we had already been through so much and now our person that had caused so much harm in our lives was coming back okay so, so basically so basically your mother dies in germany you yeah. have to go back to the united states without your mom and now yeah. you have to live back with your dad that had beaten you your whole childhood yes and nice. at that point now i'm it's that my i'm turned 11 by this time i'm living with him in complete fear i'm I'm eating fruit off the trees in our backyard because he doesn't buy food. I'm eating at school because they have a lunch program. Nobody's catching on. I'm completely rebellious at school. I'm not doing my work. I'm angry. I'm shut down. And they finally said, what's going on with this child? And I wrote a letter to the district attorney. And I had to go to court against my father to get away from him. So that was kind of my 
kind of, you know, grow up quick lesson at 11 yeah, years old. Uh, was, Tosh, how old were you when you wrote that letter to the district attorney? 11. 11 but, years old. She writes a letter to the district attorney to get, uh, get away from her dad so she could go live with her grandmother. Well, I ended up in foster care thanks to that letter, which was a good thing. It was a family that my mother knew, and they took me for the year until my grandmother could establish residence here. She was living in another state, and she had to sell her house and all of that. But Unbelievable. It was all right. Tasha, we have to take a break. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to go into the adulthood of Natasha. And uh, so she recovered from that. And now she's going to go into adulthood. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. This is Rock Talk with Craig Doeswell. We'll see you after the break. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Tokinet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my 
We are back with our very special guest, Natasha Doswell. And let me just recap. Basically, Natasha, we're going over her life because she there is a uh, happy ending to this whole story. So we don't want to get too down. But uh, basically, she uh, grew up with an abusive dad, went on a trip. She had a very loving mother, went on a trip with her mom to Germany to visit her grandfather. Her mother dies in her bed on her 10th birthday. She has to go back to the United States without her mom. She has to move back in with her father, who was more abusive than ever. She had to basically sleep in cupboards to get away from him, kitchen cupboards and cabinets and closets. And then she has to go to the district attorney, write a letter to get emancipated from her father and so she could live with her, uh, go to a foster home and then live with her grandmother. Do I have us up to speed, Natasha? You have got us up to speed. And the one thing I want to throw out there is that by writing that letter at 11 years old is something that I think we can all learn from is that we need to take care of ourselves, that you can't count on other people to do it for you. You need to find your way and figure it out yourself because if you wait around, not everybody's going to have your interest at heart. You have your own interest at heart. So that's you know, something I learned very early on was get it done, take care of it, you know, and get started. Yeah, and that's that goes right into because- business. Yeah, it does go to business. Natasha said that all the time. When I first met Natasha during the Guns N' Roses days, and no, she was not a groupie. She was my sister's friend. (laughs) My sister set us up. And um, she had always said, you know, I know you have a very successful job and a very successful career, but just so you know, I'm starting my own business as well. And uh, and she has a multi-million dollar modeling agency, which we'll touch on in a little while. All right, so Natasha... Uh, let's talk about then, um, so you get emancipated from your father, you go into foster care, then you go live with your grandmother, who I met her, her grandmother, a, a lovely, lovely woman. She's passed away recently. But uh, So you're living with grandma, and then what, Natasha? And then I you know, move into adult life, and I'm going to college. It's not working out too well because I don't have the support of family or good finances, and I'm working at the same time. So I get like a year and a half in, and I'm like, I can't do this. i got to start my own business. So I started my own window covering business. Didn't last very long. Wasn't my passion, which is another thing I have to say is I was doing it because I wanted to make money, but I didn't love it. And that was a really important lesson early on. I was 19 at the time that I let that business go because it's not what I wanted to do. Why do I want to keep doing something that's miserable and even if I'm making money. So I left that. I went into the modeling industry because I needed to make money. Again, a lot of, a lot of my decisions were financially driven. However, I enjoyed the modeling because I met people. I traveled. I had a really fun, fun ride with that. But I knew in the back of my mind this isn't forever. So I always had a plan. I saved every business card I got. I saved every contact. And I had a plan that when I got a little older that I would, you know, exit gracefully and start something else with this. I wasn't sure what it was, which is a really strange thing. I thought, oh, I should do this, but my limited beliefs about myself were who's going to take me seriously. I'm a girl. I'm a model. You know, they're going to think I'm an idiot. Who's going to listen to me? And that limited belief almost stopped me until I rewrote my beliefs in which I said I have a lot to offer. I'm reliable. I'm punctual. I'm on top of my game. And anybody who knows me knows that I will get the job done. So I started a business. Uh, And what is that business called, Natasha? That is Peak Models and Talent in Los Angeles. We're on the outskirts a little bit because we choose to live in Valencia, but it's a great agency. I have about 400 people working with us now, and 
hundreds but thousands of clients over the years, and we've done a great business, but it's the little things, you know, just consistently communicating with everybody, keeping a web presence. We, I mean, I learned these things really early on, but set it up, set up the system, and the system will work for you. And Natasha's modeling agency, Peak Models and Talent, is one of the top modeling agencies in Los Angeles competing with like Elite, Ford, Wilhelmina, and all those. She's like one step just below those, but found a great niche. You know, she's, she's just one step bef- behind the big guys, but she's right there with them. And she goes, she sends her models and actors on the same auditions that all the big agencies do. So she had a very successful career. And I talk about this all the time in my, um, my, um, speeches and my talks is, you know, be careful of being getting getting too comfortable. Never, ever get comfortable because when things are going well, so she had a very troubled childhood, but she recovered from it. She said, you know what? I'm not going to let that hold me back. I'm just going to go for it. I have no fear left. I mean, what possible fear could I have in my life now after going through that? I've survived that unbelievable childhood. I've been sad for a very long time, but she, you know, she said, I'm done with that. I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I'm going to do something about it. She opened up her own business and it's been going for 15 years. It's a multi-million dollar modeling agency and she's one of the top business women in Los Angeles. But talking about getting comfortable. So everything is going great. We're married. We have three very healthy kids. And in October 2006, if her childhood wasn't enough that she had to pay her dues to society, in October 2006, what happened, Natasha? Well, I had a little dry cough. <laughs> and uh, that dry cough turned to, into quite a tale. I, uh, I had no idea. I had this cough for a couple weeks. I was fine. I was going to work. I was at the pumpkin patch with the kids. We had just been to Disneyland. There was Everything was going on as normal, but this nagging thing was in my chest. And I went to the doctor and said, I don't know what this is, but can we just check it out? They were very thorough. They took a chest x-ray, said, come back. We'll give you some medication. The next day I get a call. I am actually at the pumpkin patch, and the doctor calls and says, hey, we need you to come in and get a scan. I said, scan? I don't have time for that. I've got a lot going on. Yeah, but we need you to come today, and this is a Friday. So I call Craig, and I say, you know what? I think they really want me to go. I guess I should do this. Let's just get it over with before the weekend. And boy, what a weekend that turns into. By uh, <laughs> 6 o'clock that evening, we had been to five different doctors and specialists and in and out of you know waiting rooms without waiting, which is always a bad sign. And yeah, if, if the, the le- doctors if the doctors let you in without waiting and they rush you to the back of the room and they take you right away, even though there's a filled uh, waiting room, you know something's up. <laughs> oh yeah, something was up. And by the end of that, you know, around six o'clock, we're at one doctor's office and his office is empty at that point. Everyone had left for the day, and I'm going back to the bathroom and I hear him on the phone saying. Hey, I've got a mom here of three little kids, and it looks really bad. Can you see her now? And I look around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm the mom with the three little kids, and I just am panicked. But, you know, not fearing yet, but, you know, because we haven't got the news yet. So we end up at the hospital. They stick a needle in my neck. They pull out some cells, and they say, okay, your doctor will call you Monday. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. My doctor is not calling me Monday. Tell me what you found. I can deal with it. Just, I have to know. I can't go through the weekend like this. And she's like, okay, I'm really sorry, but you have cancer. What? I mean, who, what are you talking about? I'm just at the pumpkin patch. I have a, you know, a one, three, no, two, four, and six-year-old right now. I cannot deal with this. And it was so life 
altering and so shocking. And Craig and I just looked at each other like, what does this mean? Like, you get this news that you have cancer. Does that mean I'm going to die? Does it mean, uh, what does it mean? My first thought is I'm going to die. And no, no, Natasha, your first thought was she said to the doctor, it was a lady <laughs> doctor, and she says to her, she goes, uh, I don't know what you did, but I didn't have cancer when I came in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did say <laughs> and she goes, well, what I didn't. did you give me? <laughs> well, I didn't. And But that first, you know, overwhelming sensation of, you know, this, my life is altered drastically and I don't know how. And now it's not just my life. It's Craig's life and it's my three kids. So that's where it becomes really, really devastating. And, you know, it's that thing of everybody's like, you have to be positive. You have to be positive. Really? Um, ask anybody who's had a cancer diagnosis, were you positive the first day? No, you were not. And I'm here to tell anybody out there who's had this or might hear this news, you don't have to be positive right away. But you do have to be positive of one thing. You have to be positive you want to live. And that's what, you know, I cried for days, weeks, probably months in the beginning because I felt so sorry for myself. And that's okay because you'll, you'll get through it. But just stick to one thing, I want to live. And that's being positive. You don't have to always put on the happy face because it's not a great time. So that was so, uh, yeah, our... So, so basically she was uh, diagnosed with, it was Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. And the doctor told us, well, you know, we, there's good news, you know, because you have a actually a curable cancer, which I guess after that we thought about it, I, I guess that was good news. But when you hear you have cancer, it's just like there's no good news. But anyway, so she did have Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. And I'm happy to say that four years later, she's in total remission and she hasn't had any setbacks and all her markers look good. She gets scanned every, like, now it's every year and um, we're almost at the five-year mark where she's going to be considered cured however the doctor has told us that uh, you could basically consider yourself cured now because there's no markers coming back that suggest not and she did really well during the chemo even though that was probably the worst six months of her life is that about right natasha oh yeah yeah i I, there's not a good situation but you know the interesting thing about the whole you know, diagnosis, and I think it's really important, too, because when she, when this doctor said to me, you have cancer, and I immediately said, I didn't have it when I got here, I really kind of thought that. I thought, you guys decided I have cancer. I didn't decide I have cancer. And so I made a conscious effort not to accept that as my belief system. My belief system was something is wrong, yes, something's here, but it's not staying, it's passing through. So I really stuck to that in my mind. I didn't want to own cancer. And I think that's really key in healing is don't own it. Don't, you know, don't go there. Just say, all right, I'm dealing with it, but it's moving out of here. And I think that helped me tremendously. And I think, you know, you can stay in fear. And, yes, I was in tremendous fear, but right on the other side of fear is faith. And my faith is really, really what got me through. I mean, I was doing a lot of things that most people, you know, might say, oh, I don't know what you're thinking, but my faith is really what I think God stepped into my life, and I really think that helped me. And not to say that other people, you know, there are people who die, yes, but sometimes it's that time. And I'm not saying that I've got the answer, but I feel that that helped me tremendously. 
Yeah, you, uh, we, we always, we put up a website and we made it very, we were very open with the diagnosis. Um, we put up a website, we had people pray for us across the country for her health. And I always talk about this in my seminars as well. I, I don't understand how people that have full-time jobs are able to take care of a family member with a disease like that. And I was very blessed to be an entrepreneur where I could take care of the kids and the family while she went through her chemo. Uh, we're going to take a break right now and we're done with Natasha's background, but we're going to talk about, okay, what did she do to overcome this life of recovery she always had to recover she always had to get better she always had to step up now what is happening in her life and what is happening and we're going to start talking about goals for 2011 this is craig Doeswalt with rock talk be right back How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my we are back with Natasha Doeswalt. Okay, we basically just went over the uh, the whole life of my uh, poor, poor wife. And I always say poor, poor <laughs> Natasha. But hey, I'm far say, from poor. I'm doing I great. <laughs> I know. See, we are very, very blessed. And, yes, uh, she has gone through some like horrible, horrible events in her life. But you know what? She just, you know, 
you know, just got, got, got over it really fast and then became a very, very successful businesswoman. I'm going to put the telephone number out there. If anyone would like to call in, we had a couple of calls and I, we were just talking too much and they kind of dropped off. But if you want to call, it's 877-864-4869. If you'd like to ask a question to either myself or Natasha, 877-864-4869. So, um, okay. So now we, uh, now basically everyone has the story. Uh, like I said, she's, uh, Natasha's in full remission. So now what did, what did no, Natasha? No, I'm recovered. I don't like the word remission. Oh yeah, no, no, that's, that's right. I'm not, you, Again, I'm not, okay. my mindset stuff. <laughs> I'm not even allowed to say the R word, remission, but recovered. And I, she, that's one thing that was very interesting. She never owned the disease. She never said to anyone that she had cancer. She always says I was diagnosed with the disease. But, um, and I think that's, you know, the positive attitude. Yes, you have to go through that. I think she was only like really sad for about two weeks. I mean, she was sad the whole time, obviously, but you know, she, she really started thinking positive about two weeks after she'll argue with me, but she, she, she was, uh, she was definitely starting to think positive after I always, the first thing I said to her after the diagnosis was, honey, we have to think positive. And she was like mad at me. She's like, stop saying I have to think positive. I do not. I have this. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And was, I was a little, little unhappy about this diagnosis I and I yeah, think so everybody was, was had everybody had great intentions and wanted to help me, and I totally understand that. Uh, we had a very funny call. A friend of ours, which I will remain nameless on this, said to me, "Oh, don't worry, it's going to be fine. Uh, I'm really good at this whole cancer thing. I ha- walked my brother through his death, and I just wanted to cry. I'm like, what? I'm not dying <laughs> yeah, through, through his death. <laughs> like, yeah. So pass. I'm like, you know so what? This good, that's not my deal." <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So then uh, we're going to get right into the recovery process. So then after this, all this happened. I mean, she had a very successful modeling agency before the diagnosis of cancer. But then uh, she said, you know what? I, I've been going through this whole life of these ups and downs, this roller coaster ride. And now I'm going to start, you know, telling people about it and talking about it and, and trying to help others that are going through these horrible things. So she's putting together this uh, speech. Basically, it's called A Life of Recovery. She's currently writing a book because uh, she's she signed up with this business coach and she's she bought this program, How to Write a Book in 30 Days by Craig Doeswalt, the Rockstar System for Success Home Study Course, How to Write a Book in 30 Days, of which 84 people have written a book in the last uh, almost two years now with this system. And Natasha wrote Modeling Secrets Revealed prior to that. And now she's writing A Life of Recovery, which is going to be uh, more about her life and, and how to get over the things that you know, happen to us as people. So she's doing that and starting to speak on stages across America. Uh, she'll be speaking. She just spoke at mine, and she's got other things lined up and putting that career together. So once again, taking something that was pretty darn awful and seeing the positive from it and try to rise above the situation, recover from it and do something good about it. And people do that all the time. There's people that have gone through tragedies and then they go out and speak about it and they tell people their story and it helps other people. And that's basically what Natasha is trying to do right now. Um, so, so now she owns Peak Models and Talent. Uh, and what we do every year and what we're going to talk about now is our goals. After this very Interesting, 2010, although we were very successful in 2010, but we know that people struggled the last couple of years. We totally understand that. But now you have to start thinking of the goals. And and we truly believe that writing down goals, and everyone talks about this, so it's nothing new, writing down goals is the key. And every 
if like we just looked at our 2008 goals, we always look at the goals like a year later. And for years now, maybe 15 years, all of our goals have been met or uh, exceeded except for the tennis court in our backyard. And that's simply because because we live in Los Angeles, California, just north Los Angeles. And basically nobody has backyards in Los Angeles. We happen to have a very large backyard for Los Angeles. We have a pool and a grass area. And it's pretty big for Los Angeles, but we'd have to take out the pool and we could squeeze a tennis court in there, but it's not that important. So one of our goals was to own a big house with a tennis court. And it's really interesting and a pool and all that stuff. I think that was before the kids we wanted that, but now that that we have kids, the pool is a little better. The pool is better. That was before kids. We wanted the tennis court, but it's really interesting too. We always wanted a big house and we wanted, you know, the fancy cars and all that stuff. But then what happened was when Natasha was diagnosed with cancer, all that materialistic stuff did go away. I mean, we are very happy to live very modestly. We just want to pay things off. We, we, the only thing we owe on right now is our house. We've paid everything off. It didn't go away, but it just, I think the, the importance of it went away. Importance, right? I mean, we still yeah. want all the all the fun stuff. Don't get me wrong, but you're right. It but wasn't it's not like your a priority. Major, it wasn't a priority of ours. So, uh, so we come up with goals every single year, and uh, we're working on our goals right now. And and this person is back, and I'm just going to go to the phones right now because he was on for so long before, and I totally apologize, Leonard. Leonard, how are you? This is Craig and Natasha. Well, hello, Craig and Natasha. Wow, what, a, what an honor. What an hey. honor it is to talk to you, Mr. Jackson. This is great. This is great. No, I, I just uh, I saw that you guys were on, and I started listening. I was just so inspired. Oh, very cool. And I said, I got to call in. And asked, All and, right. And Leonard so. Jackson, just so anyone, uh, everyone knows, is one of my coaching clients. But more importantly than that, he's actually a friend of ours, a very good friend of ours. But he is, if, if you've noticed, the State Farm commercials that are out right now, He's a uh, black gentleman. Aren't you black, um, Leonard? Yeah, yeah. I'm on yes. the real dark side, like Wesley oh. Snipes, kind of. Oh, Wesley Snipes black. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, and, and Leonard is in the commercial where he backs up um, onto another car in a state, commer- state farm commercial, and his girlfriend sa- is nagging him like crazy, and she <laughs> changes him into this buff model-looking guy, and then he changes her into a b- beautiful model-looking girl, and they fight about that. But anyway, that's Leonard, and he's on like so many state farm commercials. So Leonard and Natasha are actually doing a seminar February 23rd, in Los, uh, in Valencia, California, on basically how to get how to become a model, and uh, Leonard focuses on how to get into the commercial industry, how to become a successful working commercial actor, because he's done yeah. hundreds of commercials. So, sorry, just a little plug there for you guys. But February twenty third, uh, there'll be. Facebook posts and websites uh, re- being released soon. They're going to do, if you want to get into the industry, uh, whether it's acting or modeling, they're putting on a seminar February 23rd. So, Leonard, uh, thank you so much for calling. Did you have an actual question or you just wanted to say hello? Well, no, I, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Take care. No, just hey, and uh, what's the name? And, Leonard, you wrote a book as well, right? I'm sorry, what was that? And Leonard wrote a book as well. Yes, he did. Oh, thank you, Natasha. You know, I didn't even call for the plugs, but thank you guys. Yeah, I wrote a book uh, about how to become a successful commercial actor. And as as Ted uh, uh, Craig alluded to, I, I've done over 100 commercials, and uh, I took all my uh, 15, 20 years experience and put them all into into one book, along with interviews with uh, successful agents such as yourself and 
uh, Ross Lacey Casting and, and uh, my agent, and I put it all into this wonderful book to help others. Very that is good. So great. Awesome. So, no, but uh, I, you know, Leonard's a rock star. Yeah, I, I try. Oh. I, I learn from the best. But no, I, I've known you guys for forever, and I'm listening to this, and this is awesome, by the way. And uh, you know, I, mean, I never asked you, Natasha. Where do you think you get your your strength? You know, I mean, is it is it uh, something that's just in your genes, or do you you know where do you think you get it from? I always, I, I never asked you that over all this time. I wonder. You know, I, I would have to say it's mindset. It's choices and my thoughts. It's a really something I'm very conscious of. Like when I'm going through my day and if I'm in a place where I'm not feeling good about something, I redirect mm-hmm. my mind. I think of something better. I teach it to my kids. But, you know, at night when they're scared and they say, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have a bad dream, and I'll say, well, let's think about birthday parties and balloons and, you know, Disneyland, whatever brings them good, joyous thoughts, and it redirects their mind. And it's a powerful thing. I mean, it's so simple, and anybody can do it. And it's choosing faith over fear. And believe me, I get fearful. <laughs> we, all know, we all do, but... I kind of push through it and go, you know what, what do I have to lose? I've already beat cancer. How much worse could it get? So, now, is this something that you can teach others, or is this something that uh, someone taught you, or just something that you just you know, train yourself to do? I think I had to train myself for, as a child because of what happened to me. That I had okay. to, It's like going to my happy place in my head, right. <laughs> you know? And I Absolutely. do it with, with business as well. I just, you know, huh. if something doesn't work out, I'm like, ah, something else is coming. Something better is on the way. Always That's looking awesome. for, the, for the best side of uh, it. Leonard, actually, the answer to your question is I taught her everything. He did. <laughs> it's all back to Craig. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I did learn quite a bit from you, Craig. You, to, Craig taught me I'm tremendously. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you did. He, he nah, kind of made me into a savings monster, too. I'm all about saving now. Yeah, when I first well, met I just... Natasha, let's talk about recovery. When I first met <laughs> Natasha, she handed me um, a shoebox filled with... Uh, uh, parking tickets, warrants for her arrest. Uh, uh, that was just because I bounced a check for the court. I was a little irresponsible in my early 20s. Yeah, she was very irresponsible <laughs> in her early 20s. She uh, basically says, uh, um, I don't know what to do with these. And basically she paid a, uh, uh, a ticket or something with a check and then bounced the check. And so there was a warrant out for her arrest. And she goes up to the judge. And the judge just before her is uh, sending everyone to jail. And she gets up there her pretty little self in her her dress and her lovely outfit and the judge goes are you going to pay it this time without bouncing the check and she goes uh-huh uh-huh and the judge goes okay you're fine go ahead go pay the check and i'm sitting there like you gotta be kidding me come on i love it i love it well, listen, I don't want to tie up the phone lines, but I definitely want to throw my two cents in. And thank you for the plug, Craig. Thank you, you got it, buddy. So uh, February 23rd, we'll see you, and I'll see you actually before then. That's Leonard Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so, uh, Natasha, we have about uh, 40 seconds before the break. And then, Helen, we're going to get to you when we get back from the break, so stay on the line. Uh, Natasha, what did you want to say? Um, I just I, I love that Leonard was asking. I believe for anybody listening – Think about your thoughts. What are you saying to yourself? Are you lifting yourself up in your mind, or are you going, oh, you can't do that? Those are limited beliefs. You can do it. Everything you need, you were born with. You are in the greatest country with so many opportunities. Don't short, short fill yourself. Love do it, that. whatever it is. Hey, Natasha, you should be a motivational speaker. Hey, I think <laughs> I'll try that. <laughs> 
I think you should. All right, uh, this is Craig Dozel with Rock Talk. We will be back after the break with our last session, and we will try to talk about goals for 2011. Uh, this is Craig Dozel at Rock Talk. We'll be right back. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these on Toginet.com. Come learn with me as the show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on Toginet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come learn with me as the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I-Walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me, and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my we are back with our very special guest, Natasha Doeswalt. And Natasha, we have someone that we both know on the line. Uh, Helen, how are you, dear? Hi, I am here. How are you? Um, Hi, Helen. Um, How are you? Hi, I am good. I was uh, uh, just, well, I had a little break. Well, I'm not sure if this is going to be much of a break here because I think I have to get back to my kids soon. But um, I <laughs> just really want to tell you, first of all, I admire both of you so much um, just for your positive uh, outlook on life and everything that you guys do. You guys just exude positive energy and you bring it out in everybody who listens to you. Speak. Thank you. Um, well, I've first of all, just, first of went, all Helen, Helen, before you answer, uh, ask a question or anything, first of all, I just want to promote that you have your radio show coming out starting, what is it, January 19th? Yes, January 19th on Wednesdays. Uh, uh, Helen, seven, Helen Wu is the self-care specialist, January 19th, every Wednesday, I think it's 7 p.m. Pacific time, on the TogiNet radio station. Great radio station. 
Yes, I look forward to it. Um, awesome. I want to. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I hope to have you on as well, Natasha, because you're such a big influence to so many people um, with uh, with uh, horrible, uh, uh, you know, uh, life challenges that were you know, that you had to face and how you overcame them. It's just so incredible. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, you don't sign up for it, but you deal with it. <laughs> I know, and because I had a little bit of a tough childhood myself, I don't, I don't think I ever went through anything as as bad as cancer, but I've gone through a, a lot of hell myself. And uh, when you come back to a special place, it's just I'm just so grateful to, to have people like you that we can talk to and a lot of people can look up to you and have their lives changed because you have this positive outlook in life. Awesome. And you're going to be doing the same thing with your radio show because I know your background, Helen, and uh, that's why you're called the self-care specialist and you basically help people through um, how, to, how to get through things themselves using self-care and, and some of your uh, tactics are great. You even helped my dad. Uh, for some of you that don't know, my, my father at my last March boot camp uh, fell off my stage. He's 70, I think he's 78 years old now, fell off my stage backwards and broke his hip on one side and his pelvis on the other side. And Helen came to the hospital room and basically helped him get out of pain with her techniques. And it was, we very much appreciate it. And my dad talks about it all the time. <laughs> that's, I think that's just one of, you know, one of the beautiful techniques in life, I think, you know, uh, with positive energy involved. So, um, yeah, I'm just glad he's good. I'm glad he's okay. That's what's important. That is important. Uh, do you have any specific question, or do you... Um, I just, just wanted to pretty much just uh, stress again how incredible okay. I think that uh, Natasha's story is, and just the many... I mean, she didn't just go through one tragedy. I mean, she went through one after another after another, and nothing to laugh about, but it's so nice to smile about after she's overcome it, and it's just amazing that she has such a positive out outlook and a positive attitude about all this. And, well, and you know, I, the other thing I always think is, all these things that we go through in life, if you really look at them, they're temporary. Yes, they stink at the time, but there's a better day coming. It's never the end whenever you're in that dark spot. That's not the end. There's another, the sun will rise again. And I, and I think that's why I want to be on talk radio, because I want to stress that particular topic, that it isn't the end, and that we all go through crazy, crazy life experiences. And I think it's just to get to a better place. Mm-hmm. And you're in a wonderful place. <laughs> I love listening to the two of you talk and just to either one of you talk because you two just really, and may I stress that you guys really are like the perfect married couple. I don't see many of that around. These yes, days, yes, we really are. Don't. Yes, we are definitely the perfect <laughs> married couple, aren't we, honey? Oh, you're funny. Yes. No, overall, you know, no, I will say there's challenges and everything. As long as he does everything I ask, we're fine. <laughs> See, this is I, I knew this would get ugly soon. <laughs> well, so guy funny. has his place, right, Natasha? <laughs> That's yeah. right. Exactly. No, it's well, all good. Well, thank you so much, Helen, and I will. Uh, I think I will actually see you next week. Yes, yes. Okay, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for being okay. such a great Okay, have a great day, Helen. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Bye. Year. Bye-bye. So, Natasha, all these people love Natasha, the lovely Natasha. You're so <laughs> this, funny. I know. So let's talk about goals really, really quick because we have about, oh, probably about six minutes left, five minutes left. All right. um, so what we do every year, Natasha and I sit down, um, and we've done this already. And we're not going to give anyone our specific goals because you don't want to share your goals with anybody. But we have personal goals. We have one-year personal goals, three-year personal goals, and five-year personal goals. And then we have one-year business goals, one 
one, uh, three-year business goals and five-year business goals. And, and um, when we say personal goals, a lot of times that encompasses our whole family. You know, like what's our goal for our family? And um, I just wanted to throw that out there because, you know, we do have our children and we have, obviously, we're not going to live their life for them, but we have things that we want for them and we're, that if they're interested, we'd like to help them attain. That's right. And our goals do include, like, um, what are we going to do for our kids? Where are we sending them to school? We're going through a thing right now. Um, where are we sending them to school? Um, they're going through a public elementary school. We're thinking private next year. We're not sure, but we're just talking about those. But those are part of our goals as well. Um, keeping the family. Family is a very important part of our lives. Natasha and I went to a, a Tony Robbins seminar a long, long time ago in 1996, and we decided that day that we were going to design our lives. And both of us mm-hmm. work out of the house. We we also have an office and we have employees at the office, but mainly we work out of the house. We spend basically 24 7 together our office. Uh, both of our desks are in the same office, so we're together all the time. And most people look at us like, oh my gosh, you're crazy being together all the time. How could you possibly do that? But we actually enjoy each other's company. We are best friends and we enjoy working together. And we are very blessed that, you know, she had a very tough life. And, uh, but I think she's getting the rewards now, even though she did go through cancer. But you know what? She beat it. And, um, and I think that's a huge reward because a lot of people don't. And, and we were very blessed that, you yeah. know, she, she was able to get through this. And, you know, and if you look at a life over time, you know, the, we don't know what our lives, how long our lives are going to last and what's going to happen. And, yes, I've had some dark days, but I have a choice every morning when I wake up. Do I want to make it a great day or do I want to sit there and feel sorry for myself because I had a crappy childhood or I had to go through cancer? It, yeah, it's not great, but... It, that was then and this is now. So right now, let's do what, what feels great, what works, what's going to build us up mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I think that's where a lot of us get lost is we're so, you know, some people are so hell-bent on money, money, money. I'm going to only make money. And at the end of the day, they look around and there's nobody left around because they were too busy. And then, you know, the other person who it's all about, I'm just going to do things for me instead of doing things for their family. So then they end up you know, parting from their spouse and wonder why their kids don't talk to them. I think it's about balancing it out. I had a crappy childhood. Craig had a regular childhood, so that balances out. I'm able to look at his life and go, oh, you guys did it that way? That's interesting. I never did that. You know, I didn't play sports. So for me, I'm learning a lot just being around him and vice versa. He learns from me. You know, I have a very independent spirit because I had to be that way. So I think Mm -hmm. that, that those people balance bounce ideas off each other and that's why it works so well with us i agree um so when you're putting your goals together for 2011 ask this question i ask this question to all my coaching clients all the time is start with this question when you're putting your goals together and like natasha said you need to keep your family like our goals are um you know things like uh, like what days are we, I, I we put schedules together like what days are we taking the kids to golf what days are we taking the kids to football practice what days do they have piano lesson uh, our goals involve you know make sure that they go here make sure they do at this at least ten times make sure we do this make sure we go to exercise at least four times a week stuff like that so but when you're coming up with your goals you need to know the answer to this. Very, very specific question, and it is, what is it specifically, 
what is it specifically that you are trying to do? What are you trying to do in life? Not like what you want to be. What are you trying to do? For example, I'm a speaker and I am trying to do, I, I do rockstar marketing boot camps every March and September in Los Angeles. And I am trying to help as many people market their small businesses and their entrepreneur careers as possible. That's what I want to do. I want to speak to people and help motivate them to become successful as a small business owner a small business owner or entrepreneur. That's specifically what I'm trying to do. If you figure out specifically what you are trying to do in life, specifically down to the down to the brass tacks, then you'll be able to set really great personal goals and really great business goals. And when it's you're like doing your these goals... Go ahead, Natasha. It's like your mission statement. What's your mission here? Right. What's what your- is your mission on this earth? Right. And, um, and in these goals, we always do, like if you're coming up with a money goal, we want to make at least a million dollars this year. You always say at least because you never want to put a cap on everything. So we always say at least this. And I want to work out at least four days a week. And I want to lose at least 15 pounds or, or two uh, pant sizes or whatever it is. What and you might also- want to be careful with that, everyone. You don't want to wish to get a bunch of weight loss because I did that and I ended up in a chemo chair. So be careful on that one. Do it the healthy yeah. way. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Don't just say, I want to lose weight because that's right. Then you, 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 God forbid you might get cancer and then you will lose weight. You have to be very specific on your goals. That's a very good point, Natasha. And then what we also do is we also do vision boards. Um, we both have a big bulletin board in our office and on it are pictures that um, we envision what we want in our lives. And people talk about this all the time. This is nothing new again, but we are very specific in our goals, our business goals and our personal goals and, and visualizing them as well as writing them down are the key to all those goals. And every single goal that we've written down, like I said, for the last 15 years has come true. And you know, we didn't put a goal down to get cancer, obviously, but those things are going to come in people's lives. Every Everyone goes through a tragedy, everyone goes through turmoil, everyone goes through something. It's what you are going to do about it after you go through the grieving period. Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Are you going to just sit in your house and do nothing because everything goes wrong for you? Or are you going to be like Natasha that said, all right, yeah, I've been dealt some pretty bad cards. I mean, think about this. Your mother dies in your bed on your 10th birthday. It was very easy for her to be depressed for the rest of her life saying, I got screwed and, you know, screw everybody else. I got screwed and I got the worst life. But she rose above it time and time again. And then after her whole childhood, for her to get cancer out of all the people in this world because of what she went through and for her to rise above that as well, that's what you need to take from this uh, this uh, one hour is rise above no matter what is going on with your life. You need to recover from it and rise above it. Last second thoughts, Natasha. We have about 10 seconds. Um, a quick thing, just set up your why. Why do you want what you want in your life? Whatever it is, why do you want this business? Why do you want this relationship? Why do you want this career? Whatever it is, think of the why. Why do I want it? Because it'll, you know, get me to the next level, etc. Very good. Thank you so much, my love, for uh, Thank coming you, on love. my show. I'll see you in about 10 seconds in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> this is Craig Doeswalt with Rock Talk. Have a great day, and we will see you next week. This is Craig Doeswalt with Rock Talk Radio, signing off.